Welcome to an emergency Pick 6 podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. And, uh, wow, sometimes, you know, look, you spend a week together in, in Fort Lauderdale, news breaks, Andrew, Lux reti- Andrew Luck retires, you throw up the bat signal, and people go flying out of birthday parties, darting out from bed, leaping from whatever out from under bridge they live under in Nashville. Everyone's here together immediately. We have a super friend show. Sean, uh, do you want to apologize on air to your, uh, your friend whose birthday party you left for this Andrew Luck break? Andrew Luck retired. I mean, like, I can't, it's insane. I don't know that this isn't the craziest thing that's ever happened in the 10 years I've been covering football. Brenton, this is your anchor man moment. You sounded the conch. We all showed up. Does that, did that sound like a conch? Close. Cool. Uh, no, I mean, no, that was John Breach, not Sean Wagner, right? People sometimes can't tell them apart. But Breach, you're right. I mean, I actually, you know what? Screw Sean. We don't need Sean. John, you're, you're the, you're the cat, John, you're the captain of crazy. Where, where do you put this on, on stuff you've seen in the last five to 10 years in terms of the NFL? This is top three. I mean, so you remember just two weeks ago, we were saying how crazy it was a star wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders got frostbite on his feet from a cryotherapy chamber, <laughs> and that was crazy. And we didn't think there was any way that could be topped unless he somehow topped it. And now this, it got topped. Somehow it got topped. This is like, I mean, maybe Barry Sanders is the only other player I could think of off the top of my head where, it, but obviously Twitter, Internet wasn't as big as everything is now. This is insanity. I checked, Adam and Adam Schefter of ESPN first reported, I checked that tweet, and look, this happened on Sunday night around 945. Saturday. Saturday night, 945. Excuse me. Whatever. You get the point. Um, but so it was Saturday night. Like people were out and about doing stuff. The Colts are playing a preseason game against the Bears. Uh, we, not that we were checked out, but you know, we're watching football. Uh, Miami and, and Florida were playing a, an absolute drunken college football game. The first one of the year. We're, you know, we're not thinking about Andrew Luck and the Colts and their future. We're thinking, Maybe we'll get an update on, on whether or not he can be ready for week one. And instead, he retires. And I mean, I just don't, I don't think there's anyone who saw this coming. On, on, uh, on Thursday night, Ryan Wilson, we're sitting there with RJ White, our editor, at dinner. And I was lamenting how this Andrew Luck stuff had me worried about my Colts division winner bet. I was like, man, if I could, I would sell that right now. And he was like, I'll buy it from you plus money. I'll buy it right now. And I should have sold it to him because. Okay. This is a nightmare. Yeah, no, I was actually talking about Andrew Luck earlier Saturday evening, only because I was on Sportsline with Jamie Eisenberg and Todd Todd Furman, and we were saying, yeah, you know, two weeks max, you would imagine that they'll, that uh, Luck will be back. Jacoby Brissett can hold it down. So, in terms of craziness, uh, craziest things that have happened in your ten years and my nine years and breaches six or seven years in Sean's few years. <laughs> What a backhanded compliment. What? Keep going, keep going. You're like, my, your 10 years, my nine years. Breach is, no, breach, breach, is, breach is six or seven years. Who knows? Yeah. When did you join us, Breach? 2011. But I started yeah. with college. And let me tell you this. I started covering the Pac-12. I covered Andrew Luck in college. I went to the bathroom at a media day once. Breach and I were actually talking about in Florida about the later. game we were both at that he was covering and I went to as a fan of Cal, right? Yeah. The so no backhanded compliments, but what I was going to say is in terms of craziness in the time that we've all been watching NFL football, um, Tim Tebow getting drafted, but maybe even crazier. Than that. <laughs> I'm just throwing out crazy ideas. I'm not sure that's funny. Tim Tebow signing with the Patriots. That was sort of bonkers. 
Uh, Jerry Jones not drafting Johnny Manziel. And then the Browns trading up to get him at 22. That was sort of crazy at the time. And then him bouncing around. And, and I, I, I would, I would also throw out Aaron Hernandez killing a bunch of people. Oh my gosh. And, and then, and then, and then hanging himself in, in prison. I mean, that, not to be flippant about it, but that was insane. Um, and, uh, Laramie Tunsil's bong thing on draft night was Laramie pr- Tunsil's pretty thing, nuts. It was right up there. You wrote that. You couldn't wait to write that on draft Calvin, night. Calvin Johnson retiring was up there. That came out of nowhere in June. Oh, actually, I, that was. I wrote, uh, I wrote Calvin. Jo- no, 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 it wasn't. No, it was, uh, it was on, it was the, the week before the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because it, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, but like I wrote it in a, uh, in a, in a Uber with Chris Wessling and Dan Hansis on the way to, uh, San Francisco and, and they were your like, real, your true best friends. No, no, yeah, my real best friends. And they, they were like, whoa, Brinson, <laughs> what, man, you work pretty hard, buddy. Um, uh, one like, yeah, more you know. before we move on. This is, uh, also, well, I would I would just point out one more I'd I'd lump in there, yeah. Peyton Manning, and the neck surgeries and being yeah. like released by the Colts and being a free agent is right up was, there too. And that was 2012, 2011, 2012. Uh, and Andrew Luck missing all of twenty seventeen was shocking. Like everybody's like, hey, it was the same conversation. He might miss a week or two. That's what everyone thought going into the season. All of a sudden we get into the end of September and it's like, you know what? Sorry guys, he's out for the year. That was shocking. Yeah, one more. Oh, a couple more. Um, by, by, by the way, by the way, I want to I want to just get this squeeze this in. I tweeted this, but it, it like when you really roll it around in your brain, it's pretty nuts. Andrew Luck retired three years after Peyton Manning retired. I tweeted that twenty minutes before you did. By the way, that's well, her. He usually steals it from Reddit, so maybe someone posted your tweet <laughs> to Reddit. Game of Thrones theories. So oat, anyway. oat milk. <laughs> uh, that's a heavy sandwich. Uh, two more. <laughs> Michael Sam getting drafted was huge. Uh, he didn't laugh. I don't think he yeah, made the team. That's good. That's a good. One. No, Michael Sam. Michael Sam uh, making out with his boyfriend on camera yeah. after being drafted. That and but, yeah. one more that in term. This may not even make the top ten, but it sort of sticks out to me. Uh, the Mark Sanchez tattoo and the cold feet <laughs> thing was crazy. I mean, that's in terms of craziness. That's crazy. How the one, the How one I'll add is Johnny Manziel going to Vegas and using like a fake ID that was like Billy, whatever it was, because that felt like a story when it broke. That I was like, I'm not writing that because that's fake, and I'm not writing a fake story. You know what else belongs in here? But we none of us were working at CBS at the time. I know, I know what it's going to be. I'll yeah, give you, you the initials and you tell me. R M. Yeah. Michael Vick, Ron Mexico, and Michael Vick being arrested for running a dog fighting ring going and going to jail for multiple years amidst yeah. being like the most disruptive and insane quarterback in the history of football. Because that happened, and then that's when um, the Louisville coach with the neck brace had to quit. <laughs> what was it, Bobby? Bobby uh, Petrino, yeah. Uh, and then that's why they ended up drafting, drafting Matt Ryan in 2008. But- we're like three or four items away from Sean being like, let's not forget about Patrick Mahomes and his 50 touchdowns in 2018. <laughs> I was going to say the Bears cutting Jay Cutler. <laughs> the Bear, actually, the well, the, I mean, like the trade was, yeah, Broncos yeah. trading Jay Cutler was out there. But I mean, this is this is pretty stunning stuff. And um, w- the, we don't have look. We're recording this on Saturday night. I don't have all the audio from the press conference. I don't know that I can get the audio. Um, if I could, I would definitely spend my time trying to bet on the Colts under, uh, what for, is it? well, for win totals. It disappeared. My, so remember I had that Colts, I had this stupid bet on the Colts to win the division for a lot of money. I put down some money on the Colts under nine and a half. So here, you know who else bet on the Colts to win the division? Who? That guy. RJ White bet me. Ooh, ouch. Um, oh, I, was that a well, dinner? Let me, let me, that was at dinner and we have it on video. Odds? 
Should he just give me the money now? Yes. Oh, it was even odds. I got the three. I get the Jags, Texans, and Titans. RJ gets the Colts and only the Colts. But remember, I remember I described this either at dinner or on this podcast before. But like, I have a text thread with a couple couple of my good friends in Raleigh, and they're all on the Colts too. And they, like when I was like Andrew Luck's retiring, they, like it's like it's an absolute dog pile on top of me, like like a like a battle of the bastard situation. And understandably, oh, like uh, Eric Young knocking you out. Yes, like Eric Young checking me out. But um, I was like, listen, guys, you can keep dogpiling on me, or you can go and hammer Colts under nine and a half plus one hundred five. If you can find that anywhere, you won't be able to by the time this podcast is out and released. Uh, you should hammer that. My question to each of you is: if the over under was nine and a half. My, it was like minus 135, I think, for the over, plus 105 for the under. With Andrew Luck, what is the over-under in terms of their win total now? And if you're someone who has I, – I don't know I don't know the answer. It's not out there. Vegas won't have it until tomorrow. Oh, that's, go first, Ryan. Why would it be eight? I, I think, first of all, Jacoby Brissett came in in 2017. They just traded him right before the season began from Pittsburgh to um, Indy. So he was thrown in there. Completely different team. Um, it was a terrible football team, and he's been in that offense for two-plus years now. So I, I think he's – and Andrew Luck actually said this Saturday night that part of the reason he retired, in addition to you know being in a lot of pain, is that he felt comfortable with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and there were reports in the recent uh, last offseason, I believe, that teams wanted to trade for Jacoby Brissett. I believe second-round picks were, were, were uh, thrown around, maybe even first round. I can't remember exactly. But everything else around Jacoby Brissett is in pretty good shape. Last year, Andrew Luck was sacked 18 times. The year before, the, well, two years before when he, we last played, he was sacked 41 times. So the defense has Darius Leonard. Uh, they got Justin Houston. Uh, they drafted Rocky Sin. They drafted two more guys that are great athletes and they, they can fly around the ball. So I think there's a lot of reason for optimism at every position but quarterback, but I have a lot of faith in Jacoby Brissett. And I think that maybe we're underselling that because of the shock value of Andrew Luck actually legitimately quitting. So I, I'm going to go with eight. What would you say, uh, John Breach? I think that is close. I'll say seven and a half so that if you bet eight, you actually get the win. Because uh, if they hit 500 without luck, this kind of short notice, I think that would be somewhat surprising. But as Ryan kind of alluded to with Jacoby Brissett, he doesn't just know the system. He's been running it. This He's probably run it as much as Luck has uh, in Frank Reich's system because he's been there this entire offseason. Luck's missed all this time. Jacoby's been running that thing since March, so he's really gotten a good feel for it. Uh, but the thing about the Colts is that now this is a lot, a big informational thing to digest, to kind of completely revamp your football team. You're now designing the offense completely around Jacoby Brissett. And it's a lot to do when you have three games. They open the season with the Chargers, Titans, and Falcons. And now that, that could be an 0-3 start, and, and that's hard to dig yourself out of that kind of hole. Our friend who is on this program, Andy Benoit, says, tweets, Colts are still the team to beat in AFC South. Jacoby Brissett has the attributes of a high-level starting quarterback. So, Sean, what's the over-under? I think I'm a little bit more pessimistic. I think I say six and a half. Whoa! Um, that, well, all right, I, I don't, I don't, I actually, don't, I don't disagree with you in the stance of that will be it. I will, I will, yeah. I just want, well, I want to add, what the question was? Yeah, but, well, I just want to add one thing before you continue is that I think that and Vegas would only do this to avoid a massive window on a win total situation. If like a, if somebody had bet heavy on the under on the Colts at nine and a half, I don't think they would go six and a half because that same person, if they bet, let's say they bet ten thousand dollars on on the over at, at nine and a half or the under at nine and a half, 
they could bet $10,000 in the over at six and a half and have a seven, eight, nine window, which is your wheelhouse to hit both. But I agree with you with the construct. I think it's lower. I think that it will end up being eight instead of seven and a half or six and a half. But go ahead. Why do you think it should be six and a half? I mean, I like, I think Jacoby Brissett should be valued as a backup quarterback, but I don't think he's a quarterback you want for a 16 game season. And we, we referenced that 2017 season as evidence of Jacoby Brissett as one of the best backup quarterbacks. And I, that's true. If you look at his stats, he threw 13 touchdowns, seven interceptions and an 81.7 passer rating. To me, that screams backup quarterback. And that's not a slight on Jacoby Brissett. He should be a backup quarterback. So now if you're saying a 16 game season with him, I, I think for me, like, seven is difficult to get to. Now, this is what I'll say, though, is that suddenly I think the AFC South is a division where I, I, I think I said this on the podcast a couple of days ago, maybe it was just with you guys, that eight or nine wins maybe gets them there. And the thing we haven't mentioned yet is that Lamar Miller appeared to suffer a serious injury tonight with the Texans. So suddenly a lot of people would say if the Colts aren't winning the division, the Texans are winning the division. Texans already got hit with a big injury. We know there's a lot of questions on the defensive, on the offensive line. Reports are they might trade Javion Clowney. So I think the Colts aren't out of this per se, but I think it's because the division is kind of back to the AFC South of a few years ago when we used to make fun of them for sending, you know, eight, nine win teams to the playoffs. Sean, let me ask you something real quick, because you just said you don't think 2017 was a good indication of whether or not Brissett can be good. I think this team this year is a lot more stacked, a lot more talented. Who do you think yeah, had the yeah. second most receiving yards on that team in 2017 that Brissett was throwing the ball to? Dontrell Inman. Was he on the Colts then? He just he, he faced you. He faced you, Breach. No, it wasn't, Don, it wasn't Dontrell Edmond. It was Jack uh, Doyle, the tight end. Uh, what was it, Dontrell Edmond? Was he even on the team then? Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, I mean, but I was just picking he up. He faced me by best, <laughs> guessing a guy that was on the roster? <laughs> <laughs> Sean dunked on himself. Uh, here, here, let, let's, uh, here, this, this should, this should help, um, Stephen O of sportsline.com. By the way, you can get sportsline.com, use that promo code trophy for a dollar for your first month, get expert picks, tons of advice. Or promo code breach. <laughs> no, no, screw that. Use promo code Brinson. Everyone on this podcast, you use promo code Brinson. I want that Amazon gift card. Um, I faced you, Brinson. You did. Yeah, Good job. Yeah, Let's do that. Um, according to Stephen O, with Andrew Luck, the Colts were a 9.1 win team in, in uh, average on the simulations. And a 7.3 win team without Andrew Luck. That's a 1.8 win difference. That's a lot of wins in the NFL. Uh, they go from being a team that would make the playoffs 59.4% of the time to a team that would make the playoffs 24.7% of the time. It's a, it's a long and short is this, it's a huge hit. Um, can I add something to that? So the 1.8 difference is, is big as you point out. And this <laughs> yeah, is. The, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been beating this drum for months when, uh, and I have to yell at Breach now because he's on the Pete Prisco train. You may be too, Brinson. I'm not sure. But, again, the difference between Bortles and Nick Foles, is that two games? Is that the same difference between Brissett and Luck? Didn't didn't see this becoming a bash uh, Nick Foles uh, situation. No, just because we're pushing the Jaguars. I, I, well, I mean, look, look, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bang the drum for Jacoby Brissett being the savior because I'll be called he a hoax. He's in NC State. Exactly. That's why I'm not going to bang the drum. I do agree with our friend Andy Benoit, though, that Jacoby Brissett is better than people think, yeah. that he is an undervalued asset, that he has only, I mean, he's only started 17 games in the NFL. And he, and I know he went 4-11 and for the Colts in, in 2017 when Andrew Luck was hurt. This is a much better situation with a much better coaching staff, better As weapons. Points out, he knows the offense. He just got there the week before he started. 
Yeah. Let, me, let me put this to you guys. Um, would you rather have Jacoby Brissett or Jimmy GQ? Uh, do we factor in contracts? I would rather have. I would. I, I don't. I'd rather, screw I'd the contract. Garoppolo. I'd rather have Jacoby Brissett. With contracts like, mattering, yeah. Nope. Oh, even straight up, you would rather have. I think I mean, so. It sounds like we're about to make a bet right here on on the air about like who's gonna be a better quarterback this year. Uh, it'll be too hard to determine what the who outcome. has the better record: the Forty Niners or the Colts? The Colts. It's a vote for Jacoby. I've been very low on on the Forty ers so I still say Colts. And rather, I'm gonna dunk on myself for a moment. I said that uh, Dontrell Inman was the second receiver on the Colts in 2017. Guess who Dontrell Inman played for in 2017? The Chargers and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> he was traded by yeah. own rocks. Probably should have probably should have knew that, considering they're my favorite team. I mean, I was I was you just threw me off by saying something that made no sense, so I didn't know what to do with it. Um, okay, I'm going to ask a question, and I'm not asking this because Sean mentioned it before. I'm asking it because my buddy Nathan, who I was on a text thread with, uh, he also has the Colts to win the division. He's not happy about it right now. And uh, he he said, I agree with him. Let's talk about Andrew Luck's career because Andrew Luck was the first player taken overall in the 2012 NFL draft. The quarterbacks who were taken ahead of him or behind him, excuse me, were Robert Griffin III, taken second overall, Ryan Tannehill eighth, Brandon Whedon 22nd, Brock Osweiler 57th, Russell Wilson 75th, Nick Foles 88th, and Kirk Cousins 102. Now you can throw BJ Coleman in there too if you want to talk about guys who went to the prestigious Macaulay School in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, and if we want to talk about those people, we can. But um, by and large, those are, those are the list of people who are relevant starters in the NFL. And if you had bet, if you had said, "Hey, Will, I'll give you uh, one two to one odds," and you can bet or like ten, actually, I'll give you ten to one odds. That and that uh, Andrew Luck retires before Brandon Whedon and Brock Osweiler. You can bet as much as you want. I would be on the street right now because my stuff would have been taken from my house. Everything I own, my child, my wife, my dog, uh, hair I uh, my hair plugs. I would have bet Sean. Like there'd be somebody showing up in <laughs> Oakland. Like, excuse me, Mister Wagner McGuff. Is it McGuff or is it Magoo? We don't know, but we're, we own you now because your, your pal, Mr. Brinson, bets you in an Andrew Luck situation. I mean, this is insane. Where, where's the question? What's the question? <laughs> You're like, let me ask you a question, and then you never <laughs> No, is there, like, is insane? No, I mean, like. I agree. It's insane. No, no, of course. But where, what do you do with his career? He played six yeah. years. He's, I mean, like, he was. Let me, he, um, let me set the stage as we continue because, uh, Zach Keeper, the athletic, Tweeted this out earlier uh, Sunday, Saturday night after Andrew had his press conference. Physical toll on Andrew Luck through six seasons, torn cartilage in two ribs, partially torn abdomen, and lacerated kidney, kidney that left him peeing blood. At least one concussion, torn labrum in his throwing shoulder uh, that caused him to miss all of 2017, and this mysterious calf ankle issue that now leads to his retirement. So, Sean posed this question before we started recording. And uh, and, about- and, and by the way, Jim, Ur- look, Jim Ursay and Frank, right? Sorry not to interrupt you, Ryan, but it's sort of my thing. Uh, the uh, th- Jim Irsay is live right now talking about this. Getting this from Greg Rosenthal's Twitter. This sounds like a Stranger Things quote. Somewhere this dark shadow emerged in the corridors of our hallway. <laughs> well, that's it. 
I mean, what, what, what is Jim he talking about? Lives in this is insane. Down. Also, also yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. Thank if you, John. If we're also going to mention Jim Irsay quotes, Mike Garofolo was tweeting well, well after we started during his press conference that it sounds like Irsay is already trying to talk about how Luck could come back, saying Luck has to, quote, find his way. And he also mentioned uh, Tiger Woods winning the Masters and uh, Michael Jordan coming back. So it sounds like the Colts are just clinging to the hope that he changes his mind. I doubt that'll happen. You know what Andrew Luck said when he was asked that in the press conference? I can't see the future. I very clearly in my mind see that I won't. So I don't know if uh, – well, Just listening to his general vibe, he sounded like a guy who was exhausted and just ready for this all to be over. So I don't I don't buy that, uh, that he will come back. Now, and uh, talk about the question that Brinson was going to pose about his career. Just I, 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 wouldn't, to, I wouldn't pose it a question. I wouldn't, it's an open-ended conversation about – what do we make of this career? I mean, it, it, it's, it's derailed by injury. That's what you make of it. Just, yeah, I agree with that. And if you look at, just to put it into context before we debate this, he was inter- 33 and 15 in his first three years. And he led that team to the playoffs three straight years, despite a horrifically bad supporting cast that was left with no cabinet. The cabinet was empty. Thanks to Bill Polian screwing it up. Ryan Grigson came in and botched it even more. And he, he, hey, beat McDonald. It. And he beat all the odds. So go ahead, Sean. No, I was just, I wasn't going to submit an argument, but I was just going to say, if you look at quarterbacks since he entered the league in 2012 and kind of where he ranks among every quarterback and the, and the minimum requirement I used was starting a, a season, a single season. So 16 starts. He is 13th in passing yards and keep in mind, he missed a full season. So you should jack up these numbers a little bit. Still 10th in touchdown passes. And if you look at passer rating, he's 19th. Just to put those numbers into context, the thing I would say is the reason partially his career wasn't what so many people thought it was going to be coming out of Stanford when he was a generational prospect isn't his fault. And I'm not talking about the injuries. It's that, to your point, Brinson, the teams he was playing with in the early portion of his career were so bad and they couldn't protect him, which is obviously why these injuries have sprung up, that the reason it's so disappointing is because it felt like last year Luck had finally the coach and the weapons around him to actually become – that generational quarterback that we thought he was going to be. So that's why it's so disappointing. And I, I'm not going to go as far as to call him a bus. I had multiple friends text me or say to me right after the news asking if he was an all-time draft bus. I don't think he's even in that category because I think he played long enough and he took the Colts to enough playoff berths single-handedly um, that he doesn't deserve to be called that. And I think that if he didn't come along and if the Colts didn't draft him, this franchise could have torpedoed in between Manning and whatever quarterback they would have wound up. Just as a quick counterpoint, um, when he showed up in 2012 and, and played well through 2014 before being injured, Peyton Manning was better in those three years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Andrew, that, that was the same well, calling Andrew Luck a bus is just absurd. That, it's not even like he a played conversation. six years. Terrell Davis played seven seasons. He's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Who? Terrell Davis, the running back for the Broncos. But they didn't spend the first overall pick on Terrell Davis. It was a six-round pick. They traded. Yeah. They traded. They, 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 not, listen, listen, listen. You can play a short career and still have a, a great career. It's not a bust career. Cat, look, the, the Colts traded the single greatest player in the history of their franchise by far, and it's not even remotely close. And they, they, they didn't trade him. They cut him. They cut him and sent him packing because he was too hurt to win games for them. They drafted no, Andrew Luck. and no, then that's the, not what they cut him. They cut him because he had 14 neck surgeries. They didn't cut him because he was too hurt to play. They but didn't they know knew they were drafting Andrew Luck. 
Peyton Manning could only throw the ball 15 yards in March 2012 when the Broncos signed him. They they took a leap of faith. Who was Jim Irsay wasn't willing to wait to take? Who was better from 2012 to 2014? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. So what's your point though? What does that have to do with Andrew Luck's career being a bust? They could have they could have ridden out. The you think of, Peyton Manning wins a Super Bowl in those three years if he stays in Indy? I don't. No, I don't think he that went, happens. He went to one with the, the Broncos. I think the supporting cast in Denver was a heck of a lot better yes, than it was. Like better. Luck survived behind terrible offensive lines. I think if Peyton had played out his career behind that offensive line, he doesn't play for those full years, and he isn't nearly. He doesn't go for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. And it doesn't matter that he went. To, so he would have gone somewhere else and then have to retire after six years. It wouldn't have mattered whether Peyton they, was in Indy or not. Dude, Peyton Manning handled that like a. Absolute champion. The same way that look the same way. Five different conversations. No, but I mean, uh, no, but you have a, a to, different. I agree with dude, you have to place the context of this conversation Brett, with Brett, the idea that they turned down three years of four years of Peyton Manning for Andrew Luck, and they got six years, six years out of Andrew Luck. They 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 got less out of Andrew Luck than what was left in Peyton Manning, and it if Peyton Manning had turned this the way that Brett Favre had turned things in Green Bay. It, it, like Jim Irsay dodged a bullet here. But, I mean, Peyton Manning could have burnt him to the ground. He went out graciously. He played well. He still comes back to Indy. He's nice, even though, by the way, the fan base booed Andrew Luck. I, and I'm just saying, like, which is absurd. It's absurd. Yeah. That part is that part's disgraceful. Um, so, second, just so I'm clear, you're saying Andrew Luck's career is a bust or not? He retired before the age of 30, and he was the number one overall pick, and a quarterback who also signed a $125 million extension. Yes, That's I think it might be yes. a bust. A player can be a bust without it being their fault. You know, like Greg Od- sure. Oden is a bust, but no one blames him. Sean, just do you I, think I, Greg Oden and Andrew Luck are comparable? He, no, no. I mean, I'm just – I'm not – wait. No, Sean I'm saying three times. my entire argument was that you can be a bust and it can't be your fault. Like, All right, well, here's I, another one, and Pete Briscoe would agree with this one since you guys didn't like the Terrell Davis – Tony Baselli only played seven seasons. He's the second overall pick in the NFL draft in 1995. No one thinks he's a bust. People talk about him as a potential Hall of Famer. You can play seven seasons. Take your team to the playoffs four years. They suck when you're not on the field. You're not a bust. You you absolutely he, – he was made you're, the team better every time he was on the field. You're uh, not a bust so if just, you do that. He's not Ryan Leaf. Just so we're clear, your comp was Tony Baselli? That he played seven years. He's a he's second a Hall- overall pick, and he, now he's a potential Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. Potential Hall of Famer. Very it's clearly more political than, than on the field. So you want to put Andrew Luck on the, in the Hall of Fame? No, no, I'm saying he's absolutely not a bust. It's not a bust. There's a huge gap between being a bust and going to the Hall of Fame. And I find it interesting that before we started podcasting, Sean brought up this stupid ass question, and everyone <laughs> said it's a stupid ass question. All right, well, all right, let me let me Sean ask. Is now changing his fine. story. No, oh, fine. wait a minute. Let me ask well, you this: no. Ryan Wilson is what? Robert Griffin the third a bust? <laughs> yes, he is very much a bust. Let me explain why. He's still playing in the NFL. Can I explain? Sure. First year, fantastic year. Mike Shanahan, for some reason, leads him in the game in that playoff game against Seattle. It's not his fault, but he can be a bust. Wait, wait, wait. wait. If you're, if you're, if you're, if your explanation is his coaching staff got him hurt and his career was derailed because of that, then Andrew Luck is the same thing, buddy. Finish. He got hurt after the first year, came back too soon, was terrible in year two, <laughs> was benched for Kirk Cousins in year three because he didn't understand the offense, didn't do what Jay Gruden wanted him to do. He was cut. He went to, he was out of the, out of the uh, NFL for a year, signed by Baltimore where he is a backup to Lamar Jackson, someone who can't throw the ball more than, complete more than 50% of his passes. I like Lamar Jackson, but I'm just being honest. So, I mean, if you're comparing those two careers, you, sir. So just, be, it, just to be clear, just to be clear. The yeah. highly drafted quarterback from 2012 plays really well early in his career. 
suffers an injury, has to leave the game for a year. Eventually, no, no, he could not have to leave the game for a year. You just he, left, he didn't play for a year because he was terrible. Because he was horrible. He was had nothing to do with injury. In 2015, you you I'm not, and I'm not, play him because they don't. All no, I'm asking you, is, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. There can be different degrees of bust. God, you guys are insane. And there's not no. There's not. It's You're not the goal binary. Post, it's not a right Carly Lloyd story. It's not a binary of ultra bust or no. Yeah, bust. it's not one it's, or oh yeah. This way. Let me put it this way: If you had told the Colts in 2012 before they drafted Andrew Luck that he would play six seasons and not win a Super Bowl, would they have taken him? Now, look, and again, I'm not saying this is Andrew Luck's fault at all. And I wouldn't even go as f- so far as calling him a bust. But I can understand why someone would think that. It, I, 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 for him were so He wasn't LeBron James, but he was a once-in-a-generation type of quarterback the way he was talked about at Stanford. Therefore, the expectations are higher. It's not his fault, but the expectations are significantly you guys higher. Have to own and when this you play – and when you play quarterback and you have those expectations, unfair or not, it is Super Bowl. That's what it is. There are three. There, get there. There are three quarterbacks in the past forty years that have been spoken about in terms like Andrew Luck, Luck, Peyton, and Elway. And those are the only, oddly enough, all three connected to the Colts. Those are the only three guys who have been spoken about as you have to. The, the Colts turned down multiple first round picks when a team tried to trade up and get him. I I think. Let's ask Sean's question in a different way. I'll ask uh, Ryan, since you seem to be the uh, enthusiastic gentleman on the other side of this argument. If you told, if you went back in time, let's say we go back in time to that Indy. Remember we're at the Super Bowl in Indy and we're sitting yeah. there in that little room. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. If you, if you told Jim Irsay, here's what happens with Andrew Luck's future. Here's what happened with Peyton Manning's future. Do you cut Peyton Manning and draft Andrew Luck? Or do you keep Peyton Manning and draft someone else and trade that for three first-round picks? All I'm asking is, I'm not asking for an explanation as to why you think that's a bad question. I just want to know, what would Jim Mercer do there? Knowing, if I know everything, if I'm omniscient, certainly I'm keeping Peyton Manning and trading the picks. But we didn't know that. Right, but and I'm not saying that's, a, that's an insane. No, but that that makes it seem like you do think Luck's career is a disappointment, right? And that was that it's was not his fault. It's not his fault. Right, you could also we could also say that Andrew Luck was a disappointment without saying he's a bust. That's what, and that's what, that's what I would say. I right, let me put it. Let me flip the question, and I'll ask John since John actually is probably more vehement about this than I am, but he's not as outrageously. Outraged as me. It's just what happens when you're up past your bedtime. So, just for the record, I flipped Sean on my my side. Just saying. That. Yeah, Sean's somehow proud of that. You guys are team dunk you face. You brainwashed Sean in Fort Lauderdale. I, I saw it happening right before my eyes. So, so Breach, uh, discounting the, the, the Colts. There's all those bourbons on Thursday night. Yeah, no good. Discounting the Colts and, and a few other teams that are franchise quarterbacks, if someone came to, the, to an owner of an NFL team that has struggled historically and said, you can have Andrew Luck for six years, this will be your record, 11-5, 11-5, 11-5, and then whatever happens uh, when he, the, the subsequent seasons when he was healthy, are you taking that for his contract? Um, if you told me no. who has followed the Bengals my whole life that that sure, was an option, yes, I would jump on that in a split second. I what? wouldn't even think twice. I don't even care that they didn't get to the Super Bowl. I would just say, give me those playoff firsts. I'm happy. So, yes, you can flip this. Hey, 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 John. Hey, John. John, I hate to break it to you, but you know who has the same number of 10 win-plus seasons as Andrew Luck and was drafted a year earlier? Does, how many playoff wins does he have? Dude, Andy Dalton's career record is 68, 50, and 2. He has a, t- from 2012 to 2015, Andy Dalton had more wins than Andrew Luck. 
For instance, would you take Andy Dalton or Andrew Luck for those three years? <laughs> it, we, uh, go ahead, say it. Well, one year off the top pick. Whose careers can end up being better, Andrew, Andy, Andy, Andrew Luck Andy, or Andy Dalton? Well, Andy, Andy Dalton's have higher numbers passing yards because he's going to have play longer, but so is Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have I mean, better pass is, numbers this than is you could ask thirty-two general managers who they would take, and not one of them is taking Andy Dalton over. Well, Andy. well all thirty-two are taking Andrew uh, Andy Dalton tomorrow, so because he's still in the NFL. I mean, I hate to, I mean, I, I, I'm not convinced of that either. I mean, you're Jim. You guys are Jim Irsay. You think he's coming back? It ain't happening. He's away. walking away. I look forward to you putting this on Twitter and seeing the reaction. Because Sean, you're getting dragged down by this maniac. I hope you enjoy it. And, and the tweet has okay. to say, no, Sean's, Sean's. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Yes, or no. That's Since it. this is going to become a thing, to clarify, my official position oh, is my disappointment. God. No, I said this two Softy. minutes ago, but you're too busy yelling. <laughs> disappointment, not a bust. <laughs> hey, Sean, no I one can see me. Right <laughs> hey, hey, Deion hey, hey, Sanders, nice no move. Kidding. Nice move, backpedaling in man coverage. Oh, my God. Sean, you Yeah, that was sad. question, which was, if you knew this, would you still draft and keep Peyton Manning? You keep Peyton Manning. And I would not draft Andrew Luck with the number one pick. It's not as easy as saying, would you rather have Andy Dalton back then or Andrew Luck? One costs a whole lot more, and as Brinson pointed out, there are offers for that. Shut up. Salary caps don't matter. And number two, Sean, let me tell you something that I tell my kid. Let me just – Salary caps, what are you talking about? Listen, listen, listen. I want you to Sean. I want you to listen, Sean. This is what I tell my (laughs) 12-year-old. If you stay (laughs) in for nothing, you will fall for anything. I right, also sell that in a sorority t-shirt once. Look, 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 I think, I think there is one important distinction to make here, and I'm not trying to twist the argument further, but Andrew Luck's three really good seasons, 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5 to start out his career. And look, they were awesome. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not going to point out that Andy Dalton started 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 10, 5 and 1 and 10 and 3. I'm not going to point that out. Andrew Luck, those three years, he was on his rookie deal. Yeah. They didn't have, they extended him and then, and this is where it gets a little convoluted. I probably should have taken a break, but I'm not going to because I think this is important because I wrote about this in 2017. The Colts screwed this up. The Colts botched this. Andrew Luck, the things that he said at this press conference were some of the most depressing things you will, like, you will ever hear. I mean, it's, he, he, he sounded defeated. He sounded like a guy who, had nothing left in the tank. He said, after I played through some stuff discussing 2016, I made a vow to myself I would never do that again. And then he said, I, qu- I got in a, quote, bad place back in 2016. He said, also said, and I'm just reading quotes I tweeted out for the presser, I feel tired and not just in the physical sense. The shoulder, the ankle, this, this, I, I feel like I haven't, I can't live the life I want to. I mean, like, that's what he, and he said, oh, one more, the lack of progress on my ankle, I'm in pain, I'm still in pain, it's been four years in this rehab injury cycle, for me to move forward in my life the way I want to, it doesn't involve football. The the Colts took this out of a guy. Yeah, and if you look, even um, in September, he said, this is right after he made his successful comeback, when he was talking about the shoulder injury, he said, quote, I was a sad, miserable human. I was not nice to myself, nor was I scared, nor was I nice to anyone else. I was a miserable SOB to be around. I was nervous. I was scared. So to your point, it, this comes as a shock. But once you look back at all the injuries this guy dealt with, and once you look back at how obviously he's been feeling for the last couple of years, in hindsight, it's not, it doesn't seem that shocking. And it's, um, 
you know, you, you honestly just hope that no, it's, know, it's still he shocking. gets out early <laughs> and, you know, his career's not – his life isn't wrecked by his career. And that well, he that's, why just, he he was, that's why he said he was retiring. He wants to be able to do things. He couldn't see himself doing it if he kept going on. I'm not sure – here, let me finish this real quick and then you can answer, Brinson. I'm not sure how this is the Colts' fault. Um, you know, it, just because I mean, the guy got injured, he had bad luck. Okay, let me finish the other two things and you can pun, answer. Pun intended, two, pun intended, no pun intended. No pun intended. I don't even know what I said. Bad luck. You said bad luck. luck. Oh, yeah. Number two, you and Sean keep harping on this money issue. The Colts have more cap space than anyone on the planet, so that's not an issue. And number three, and this sort of relates to the whole being dark in a bad place, uh, PFT actually published something on Saturday evening after this all came out. Per league source, there's already scuttlebutt in league circles that the Colts have been aware of Luck's potential retirement since March, and they've been trying to talk him out of it while also trying to move forward with Jacoby Brissett. I would only say to that, that actually looks sort of bad on on Chris Ballard. Not necessarily whatever happened injury wise, but they, they weren't focused more on a quarterback if they're not truly sold on Jacoby Brissett. But if they are sold on Brissett, they knock the draft out of the park. But uh, those are those are the things I want to say. Jacoby, By the way, we, uh, real quick, because Wilson mentioned PFT, I think Florio, Mike Florio, might have the best story tonight. Apparently, he was on a 25th anniversary date with his wife. Got out like 45 minutes after all this came. I just had a thousand messages, and I, could you imagine having your cell phone off? Turning it on at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and this just blowing up in your face. That's why. Uh, apparently, I'm I'm Team Brinson today because I will defend Brinson's thing about blaming the the Colts. Uh, also, it's, also, it's, they let that shoulder injury linger. And actually, I remember Brinson wrote an article in November 2017 about how the Colts hose hose their fans and hose Andrew Luck. Um, and I pulled it up. Ugh, I'm not going to find it in time. Um, but I think the point is, is that. A lot of these, a lot of this dark place luck went to stems from the shoulder injury for the most part because it was such an unknown. It was such a, I mean, he had to fly to Europe to get alternative treatment. He just didn't understand why he was keeping him out and it seemed like it was a big mental hurdle. So if you avoid that entire shoulder catastrophe and it's just this year and just the ankle, calf, whatever it is, I feel like we're not getting to the retirement point. And I will say I agree with Brinson too. I'm sorry, Wilson, that I'm jumping off your team. Bust, the Colts, bust, the Colts bust, mismanages, bust. and I think Luck just got tired of the circus that's going on in the background. Because you look at his shoulder injury, that happened in September 2015. We're talking a full four years ago. It was two more. They had him playing with a banged-up shoulder for all of 2015, all of 2016, because they're like, hey, you play through this, just deal with it. You know, like, you're in the NFL, tough it out, man. And they should have tried to fix this. If they would have fixed this from the beginning, say uh, – off-season 2015 after that season, maybe none of this happens. But it is just like they the Colts botched this situation, and well, Brenton did write about it. And to let the injury linger for two years before he eventually sat out of season is just like the most preposterous thing that you should ever put your star quarterback behind. It's do we, know, right. they, in the, do we the, know that they were behind that, though? That's well, my, they I mean, it, they, they knew it, it was banged up. They knew it was injured. Wait a second, Sean. Just play hey, well, hold on. I got, no, no, well, just really quickly. Jim, we, 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 way, no one interrupts as good as Prince. Right. I, I very good at it. You gotta be good at interrupting. No, but like, we blitzkrieg the Green Bay Packers for having two titles with, with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. They get endless crap for not winning more titles. Jim Irsay's got one and he got Peyton Manning and then Andrew Luck gift wrapped to him and both guys ended their careers prematurely in Indianapolis because of injury issues. I mean, like, maybe that's a coincidence, or maybe this is poor management of players and personnel. What was, I, I don't know if I want to blame the 
the uh, Peyton Manning neck stuff on, on the Colts. I'm, I'm dis- okay, so I'm distancing myself away. I'm backpedaling now, back away from Brinson. <laughs> but what I was going to say was I was going to compliment him before he went on that weird thing. Is by, that, by, 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 the way, by the way, Here's one more. Well, one more. Very important. Uh, six and a half is the overall win total. Congratulations. Hey! Sean, ahead, you're, Sean, Sean you're acting like you want to bet. I know. You guys, I said six and a half, and you guys reacted crazily, and I said, isn't the question what they're over-under going to be? Okay. That's what take, I was going to say. Take the over. Go ahead. When we say blame the Colts for Andrew Luck's injury, it's also important to remember that we're not talking about the current regime. We're not talking about uh, Chris Ballard. And the reason why that regime in, in charge at the time could have made him play through injuries is because they were constantly on the hot seat. And this is what Brinson wrote in his story about how Grigson and Pagano – Every year we're seemingly make the playoffs or you're out. And those guys aren't going to tell Luck to undergo surgery and miss an entire season if they're on the hot seat because then they're fired. They're going to make him play through it. And Luck at that age, he probably is not going to say, I want to miss an entire season. He wants to go. He probably feels like he can play through it. So I think that's the reason why the Colts could have made him play through the injuries. Here's the thing. This is all speculation. So that's why I'm not going to be like, oh, this is all the Colts' fault. If I, if we hear reports that this is actually true, then sure, then I would blame the Colts and finger point the Colts. I'm not blaming them for – two, three, four, five neck surgeries, whatever Peyton Manning had. And I understand at the time why they cut him. And Peyton Manning seemed to understand at the time because he had a very emotional press conference with Jim Irsay standing right next to him on his way out the door, um, probably because he knew he was going to make $400 million and win a Super Bowl with the, with the Broncos. But, yeah, so if we find out about it. But until but then, this is just luck, bad luck. Luck did, Sorry. luck did say in his press conference that he played through some stuff. Yeah, every NFL player will tell you that. Tom Brady has played through stuff. I don't know as to the point where they made him go out there. That's all I'm saying. But they he he played with a like a a punctured kidney, lacerated <laughs> kidney. Yeah. Okay. Would you prefer last? <laughs> you prefer you prefer sliced, punctured, I, or punctured? I, or where? I, I prefer the actual diagnosis. I am a doctor. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Sorry. It was it was lightly sliced as opposed to pierced directly. My and apologies. By the way, they, as you point out, Brinson, they went eleven and five in Pagano and Luck's first three years. So it wasn't like Sean mentions they were under some pressure to win right away in 2015 that he had to be forced out there. They went eight and eight that year. And eight, eight the subsequent year too. No, so, no, no, no. That's not true. In 2015, we all thought they were going to fire him, and they held that bonkers press conference, right? The only reason around. they were going to fire him was for that stupid play call and that special teams play against the Patriots. That's <laughs> Ryan Gregson got fired uh, after the 2017 season, right? Yeah, they went four and twelve. Right. But prior to that, they had not had a losing record uh, in the Luck era. Right. By and, the way, before the year before he missed, as I can't believe I keep on quoting Brinson. But if you looked at the injuries he was listed with on the practice on the injury report, it was right shoulder was one of them, and then there was right elbow, right thumb, left ankle, and a concussion. But the shoulder was there on the injury report. Okay, what I don't know what the what are you saying? I just there, don't, I there, there. There is evidence that September 2015 that there is evidence that the shoulder was bothering him well before he underwent surgery, and they put off the surgery. Ryan, the idea that you're, like, defending the Colts and Jim Irsay is insane. I, I mean, like, you're... I know. You're making me be the corporate guy. Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> if, like if, we had, if, we, if we had anyone who actually kept track of things that were said on this podcast, there's definitely audio of you, like, blasting Irsay and blasting the Colts for letting Luck get out there. It was, it was one of the all-time idiot moves continuing to play oh, you him. back in 2015 when yeah, yeah. I said it probably then maybe maybe but maybe, still, maybe maybe well I'm just saying we don't we have heard I don't think I've heard I know I haven't I or, don't know if you guys or maybe think. maybe in 2017 uh, when he didn't play the entire season Ryan what were you gonna say what didn't you hear 
I don't ever recall hearing any reports about any sort of uh, underhandedness in terms of making making in quotes Andrew Luck play when he didn't. Feel I mean, like he should be. Brinson able- wrote an entire column after it happened. They didn't about- report you're going with. Look, they, fine, fine, you, fine, fine. You don't want to say they made, they didn't make him play. They didn't like Bud Palmer and like varsity blues, but they didn't stop him from playing. They're, they are very much complicit in this situation because he is a very expensive asset that they paid a lot of money for. They spent a first round pick on him, then paid him a lucrative contract and then didn't keep him out of harm's way. That's their job. I would, they have I, a, would point, I would point you to John Breach's conversation about how he would drive Andrew Luck to Cincinnati to play for the Bengals. What are you talking about? Not after the contract. The first three years, maybe. John said he would pay full contract. Also, the Colts have more cap room than any other team in the NFL. What does that matter? What if, what, you guys what, are hung up on him being a bust. You haven't brought up cap space once. Stop grouping me into this. No, we've moved on from the bust conversation to the, the Colts F this up conversation. So to, just to be can, clear. Can we move on to the should the Colts trade for a quarterback conversation? Yes, yep. we can, John. Also, and, okay. and, John, while we're there, let's at least mix it in because we're already at 45 minutes somehow. Um, Holy smokes. What a great emergency pod. Um, this is, this is what we live for, guys. Uh, also, per Mike Garofalo of uh, NFL Media, per someone who reviewed Andrew Luck's contract, there's nothing that prevents the team from collecting the sinus, signing bonus proration outlined in the CBA. In short, Andrew Luck would owe the Colts $12.8 million if he chose to retire. I'll tell you this. The Lions did it with Calvin Johnson. They sure did. And Calvin Johnson, by the way, Calvin Johnson, also short career, probably a Hall of Famer. Nobody calls him a boss. I don't know. Um, we're discussing. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe you just yeah. throw a point in that, That's favorite. for our point. That's I'm not, for, I'm not looking to win an argument. Team I'm, dunk face, dunk faces again. I'm looking to have, I'm looking to have a discussion <laughs> about this. I mean, sure. Calvin Johnson was, uh, you know, like incredibly record breaking quarterback. Andrew Luck just turned out to be average. Anyway, um, <laughs> Well, he's a wide receiver, but go ahead. The social team takes that and plugs it into a video <laughs> about Andrew Luck being average. And it's like quarterback. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Um, my, my point being, like, if Jim, Jim Irsay does this, he will be vilified. Perhaps not by the Colts fans who booed Andrew Luck, John Breach, but by oh. the national media. Yeah, I was um, going to say. But, but, I, but, but just, 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 to, no, we mentioned it. Just to add on, like, Andrew Luck would definitely give the money back and walk away. 
Oh, I'm sure Andrew Luck probably has the check in his pocket. <laughs> like a, He's like, like a big sports sign check. I'm going to give it to him and, and walk out and never talk to that guy again. Uh, and now that he's been booed, he's probably going to put his house on the market tomorrow, leave Indiana, never return. Like, you know Andrew Luck. He went to Stanford. He thought this whole thing through. He probably has it down to the nickel. It's probably like $12,804,312.08. You know he knows the exact ramifications of this decision. I'm sure he knows Ursay better than we do, and he he probably already knows if he thinks Ursay is going to ask for that money. So I, I think he's prepared to pay it. Uh but it would be, Brinson, you just said, it, it would just start off a crap storm that would blow over the entire country of Ursay looking like the worst person alive if it comes out that he asks Luck to pay for this, to pay that full $12.8 million back. That's I mean, you jump right? in, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely with you. That's where you jump in, Sean. I mean, I, I hope that he, uh, he doesn't give back the money because he was put through hell, obviously. Um, you know, just trying to make it through six, seven seasons. But I mean, look, Calvin, jo- Calvin Johnson didn't want to give up the money. And the whole thing with him isn't that he refuses to pay them money. He had to pay them the money. So if the Colts go, f- go for it, he's going to have to do it whether he wants to or not. The, the thing I wanted to, I feel like circle back on is how the, how the heck did the fans boo him? Like to me, that is, if they're doing a like career retrospective on Andrew Luck, that's how you're like starting the video with like showing the like announcement at, the draft and then showing how his career ends with him walking off a preseason game and getting booed. How does has, that happen? Has anyone seen the actual video? I haven't seen yes. it. Yes. It's legit. It's not too It's people. pretty queer. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's clear. It's full on booing. And it's the a Roger Dell level say, though, The one thing I'll say is that, look, the fans who go to a preseason game are not indicative of an entire fan base. I'm sure there are a lot of Colts fans out there maybe listening who don't feel the same way would not have booed him. That said, this is up there in an all time, I think, like Philly Santa Claus. If this is even worse. This is one of the all-time worst booing decisions of all time. I, I'm with you. This is like, this is worse than booing Santa Claus. Worse yes. than booing Kobe Bryant or whatever else they did. Worse than throwing batteries at Santa Claus. I, Andrew Luck gave everything to this city. And if you heard his press conference, he's like, we love Indianapolis. We love this city. I mean, he's, and by, by the way, like Doug Gottlieb, our former colleague who I, I love Doug and I like doing his radio show. He tweeted, Andrew Luck retiring because uh, rehab is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Doug, <laughs> delete the tweet. He's got like a six point two reply, like like ratio six. What if he got six thousand replies to a tweet? <laughs> what would what? you? Hey, what would way, you do? Sean would throw his phone and himself in a river if he got six thousand replies to a tweet. When you tweet out uh, on Sunday, this whole Andrew Luck is a bust thing. You and Sean. <laughs> Can race, can, no, can, I was in the middle though. I mean, yeah. the, the problem the is you're, you put me yeah, in the Sean's, Sean's on our side, Ryan. <laughs> no, he ain't on our side. He ain't, don't, don't open the door for but, Sean. I'm in the neutral Wait, zone. Hold on. Let me, let's get uh, back to the news real it's quick. It's like Sweden. It's the neutral what zone. What could possibly be going through your head <laughs> as a Colts fan to, you know, you get that notification on your phone while you're sitting at the game. First, you're just going to be in shock. Like drop your phone. Check this. Is this, is this, a darn Schefter who tweeted that out? You know, like, <laughs> is it the fake burner Schefter account? Because, you, Brinson, you said you had to look at the tweet like 20 times at least. to like grasp that it was real. And so that's what the Colts fans, and you immediately as a Colts fan, you start going through the seven stages of just being crazy. Like you're angry. Uh, maybe you feel deserted, but like it does not give you a right to just boo this guy on the field. It was just, it, it was, 
I mean, Sean hit the nail on the head. It's the most absurd. Andrew, of all Andrew time. Luck, awesome. Andrew Luck said that he and his wife plan on staying in Indianapolis. Quote, I have a theory. This have is a theory. home. You guys were dogging out the. Yeah, the, and they'll get the moving truck that Bob Ursay took. They're going to borrow that one and bolt Indy in the morning. Too soon. The, you guys were dogging Ursay for being terrible and, and blame the Colts. Maybe if you want to blame the Colts for anything, it's not for turning off the Wi-Fi in the stadium when that alert came out. So <laughs> see it. That's what you blame. All right, for. All right. Ser- serious question. I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't. I hope I don't get in trouble for this. I'm not questioning the journalistic ethics of. Start your recorders. No, I, I mean. For this. No, but I mean, like. Wait, let me record this. Is it an, is, is it, is it a, is it an a-hole move to tweet that out in the middle of a Colts preseason game? Dude, Uh-oh. I am with you 100%. I am with you 100% because you pointed this out earlier, Brinson. The plan was to have the press conference Sunday at 3 p.m. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Luck said I that. Was, I was going to tell my teammates tomorrow. No, no, he was going to tell his teammates in the locker room after the game and say, I can't do this anymore. I can't fight this fight. I'm walking away. And he's going to plan a retirement press conference at 3 p.m. tomorrow. And I get that Schefter has to break the news. Whoever, who, someone else will. Whoever, yeah, of course. So, I mean, so I don't blame, don't blame Schef- Schefter. Blame yeah, whoever leaked the news whoever. is just as bad as the people that were booing. Like, you got to let him. Yes. No, they're worse. They're moment. worse. Like, they basically. And Schefter did his job. They're, they're, he yeah, did his yeah, job. Yeah, you, get, yeah. you get the information, you have to report Schefter. it. That's, if yeah. if I ever leaked it to him, that is, that's, you can't do that. You like, can't do that. Right. Like, hypothetically speaking, if Jim Irsay called me, I'm not saying it was Jim Irsay that leaked it. I'm just saying he would be the ultimate source and potentially the guy who you would expect to leak it because he wants to get ahead of it and maybe spin it in, a, in an anti, you know, quarterback direction. I'm just saying. Allegedly. Hypo- Allegedly. Hypothetically speaking, if Jim Irsay called me and I had Jim Irsay's number and I knew it was him, he said, hey, Will, Adam, uh, Adam Schefter's retiring. He said, uh, Andrew Luck is retiring. I am going to break that news because it's a monster deal and we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to tweet it and it's on CBS Sports HQ. And you know you do the whole thing, so I get it. Whoever had to, whoever had to leak that to Schefter when Andrew Luck had those plans, don't do it. You don't have to do that when he's on the field. That is throwing the, those fans in the stands. They are sharks, and whoever it was that leaked it threw chum in the water and encouraged those people to boo him because that went around like crazy, and they just acted like a bunch of rabid lunatics. And now I don't understand. Forgive them, but. Man, that is freaking it's, it's the rough. Same people who probably during the shoulder injury were talking about he needs to toughen up. And do you remember who the guy who reportedly made a comment like that? I believe it was Jerm Ursay, what Tony Dungy said about how the injury is mental. Am I, am I misremembering this or did Ursay have that quote? No one, no one's responding. No, I'm, no, I mean, he, he said it was mental. He was like, it's mostly mental. Look, Ursay, anything Ursay says is not worth taking. Like, it's not even a grain of salt. Like, you have to eat a salt block if you want to hear anything Jim Ursay says. He said that Andrew Luck is mostly mental. He said he'd be back in. The injury is, quote, inside his head. And that's the type of mentality that leads to people booing because you hear that, you hear the owner say that. And then people during the 2017 season are thinking Andrew Luck is just soft. He's scared to go play instead of there's something wrong with his shoulder, which, you know, he needs to throw a football. Those are the same people I think booing tonight or booing Saturday night. Two things. Um, Warren Sharp, who is a friend of, of the show, and Brinson, he's not a friend of me because he's just got out know him. And Brinson, Man, uh, just, 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 sorry not, not to interrupt you, Ryan, <laughs> but just to interrupt you really quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I found that story that, that I wrote in 2017 about that, that Ursay quote. Uh huh. That's less than two years ago. That's kind of effed up, man. All right. Like, Warren, it was November 2017. Warren Sharp tweeted at uh, sun, Saturday night after the news broke. Insane period. Ryan Grixon killed Andrew Luck's career. And Steve Palazzolo from uh, 
Pro Football Focus, who's also probably as smart as Warren Sharp and does a lot of great things, tweeted back, Scheme and Luck's playing style had as much to do with this getting hit as offensive line. Deep drops and Luck always looking for big plays down the field. So, I mean, basically, smart people, dumb people like us, are divided on, on what the, the real concerns are, the causes for Andrew Luck's retirement. I, I mean, I'm sure it's it's a gray area and somewhere in between if doing the Venn diagram. I, I mean, the bus conversation, we should probably delete that, but I feel like everything else is up for conversation. <laughs> you guys are finding quotes where Ursay is sort of hinting at uh, it being more mental than anything, and then Andrew Luck made it clear during that press conference Saturday night that he was frustrated. Uh, he was uh, sounded like he was angry at times, and he was in a dark place because he couldn't get healthy, and instead of trying to fix this, and it won't fix itself, and he said the last four years I've been doing rehab and injury, rehab and injury, I'm just going to call it call it a wrap at 29 years old. That's the shock. I see the shock face. We need the video out because we're all just in in total. We're still in shock. We've been talking about this for over 45 minutes, and we're still it hasn't worn Here, off at all. So here's here's another part. The more immediate concern or reaction is how does this affect from a fantasy perspective a guy like T. Y. Hilton? Because I was when this news broke, I was sitting at a bar with one of my friends, and he used one of his keepers on T. Y. Hilton, and he he had asked me before the draft if he should do it, and I said. You know, probably as your fourth keeper, it'd be worth it. My only concern is Luck's injury, but I was like, this doesn't feel like 2017. Luck will probably miss a couple of weeks. Keep Ty. I mean, now where do you take a guy like Ty Hilton? Is he? To me, I was like, he goes from that fringe wide receiver one to what a fringe wide receiver two. You know who else's fantasy season got ruined? OJ Simpson's. Yeah, I mean, I I think. Um... Well, Think of being O.J. Simpson at a bar, and the first thing he decided to do was tweet out a video of himself saying, I just drafted you an Andrew, a fantasy, Andrew. How could you retire on me? Like Did that, you, uh, right. the funniest response I saw that, uh, this guy, Link Calhoun, who's like a gambling Twitter guy, he quote tweeted, he goes, should have drafted Joe Flacco. Could have got yourself a white Bronco. Mm. <laughs> pretty, oh, come on. That's funny. Oh, that's, too, that's good. Too soon? Yeah, I don't know when is too soon with that. But you can you can joke about the white Bronco. You can't joke about anything else involving that. Like I can joke about Ryan's white soul. White. (laughs) Yeah, that's a car I had. Just so you're clear, (laughs) I had a black soul. Very underrated. But this is are we okay? Keep going. I'm just kidding. I had a red soul. Yeah, but Um, T.Y. Holden's fantasy value crashed. Everyone on offense. I mean, it it crashed. It's nose diving right now. If you did not have your fantasy draft yet, you are like the winner. You're the big winner. So, John, you mentioned trade trades for quarterbacks. You never finished up on that. Well, I was just – do you guys think that's no, something I, they I think, need to I look think... into? Or are you just happy with Jacoby Brissett and – I don't even know. Back, who, who are the options? Well, who Chad are the options? Chad who Kelly the played – I'll tell you. Chad Kelly played on Saturday night, and, you know, he's he's um I think his uncle is um Jim Kelly. He was in Denver, got cut there because he couldn't stay out of trouble, which is an issue in college. So uh, he has a lot of talent, but – I mean, if you're talking about trading for a backup, there's there's certainly I would imagine issues there, but they're not going to. I mean, they're going to trade for starters. That would be a, sort of a, a repeat of what they did with Jacoby Brissett a few years ago when he came there. I mean, yeah. If anything, this is a all right. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, by the way, is in the last year of his contract. Um, he will be an unrestricted free agent next year, which means that if the Colts want to retain him, and he's certainly not going to sign a contract right now, they will have to give him like a twenty-five million dollar franchise tag. Just, I mean, if you were doing the winners or losers of this story, Jacoby Brissett is a pretty Huge. big winner. Yeah. Are, are you, what are you thumbs up, Sean? Do you agree? That he's a big winner. Yeah, massive winner. And um, I don't think there's a quarterback they can trade for who is better, or at the very least, 
you know, they might as well now see what they have with Brissette. Is that, is that, oh my God, oh my God, guys, do you hear that? That's Jay Cutler's music. I don't even, I can't even joke about that. Uh, that's right. Ryan Fitzpatrick's music. I'm right, cause then I'm writing an article tonight. That's why, why the Colts should sign. All right. I got uh, a, I got a, I got a fantasy hot take on this though. And we'll get out of here if we want after this. Cause this podcast is an hour long somehow. Um, I actually think that Jacoby, I mean that, uh, well, not Jacoby percent fantasy. Two QB fantasy is fine. But I think that, um, in, uh, in regular, regular leagues, PPR, whatever it is, T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack become much better values because people will stay away from them. You get T.Y. Hilton in the fourth round, oh, Marlon right. Mack in like the fifth round, and you can. I, 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 I'm saying I will, uh, I will invest in them. Not not where I was before, like which was the third round. But I think they'll be pretty good values because people will assume that without luck, this whole offense craters. And I think Frank Reich is a very good coach, and the offensive line is very good, and the, the Colts can do enough damage. That they will be viable fantasy options. Although now I would say T.Y. Hilton is an obvious wide receiver too, Sean and Marlon Mack. At, I would I will back off my he's going to lead uh, the uh, the league in rushing or anything like that. Although I will say our our, our friend uh, colleague R.J. White out in Vegas right now just put a uh, twenty dollar bet on uh, oh no fifty dollar bet on Dalvin Cook to lead the league in rushing at uh, twenty to one for me. Spicy. So if you look at uh the good news is we do have a little bit of at least data of T.Y. Hilton without Andrew Luck. So if you go back to that 2017 season, the numbers weren't great, but they weren't disastrous. Um, so there's 57 catches. The alarming part is that he had 109 targets, which means he had a 52% catch rate. That's not really what you're looking for there. Uh, 966 yards, though, um, and four touchdowns. Now, if he had up those touchdowns by two or three, that's a pretty viable fantasy season. So to your point... He goes from being in that fringe wide receiver one, and I think there are already maybe some concerns in long-term leagues about his viability as like a keeper type of pick because of his age. I think he's 30. But he's still draftable. He's still ownable. And we spent half this podcast discussing, or not half, I guess, because the bus conversation took over, but we did talk about Jacoby Brissett and how a lot of us feel like they could still win the division. So it's not like he's being dropped with, you know, Nate Peterman back there. He's got a decent quarterback that some people think is worthy of, um, of starting this league. So if he hits a thousand yards and six touchdowns, that's worth owning. So it's all about value. He goes from what being, what was his, you, any of you guys have his ADP up? I know Ryan loves, um, ADP. That's his so, new uh, favorite statistic. 47 is my guess. Hilton? I think it's higher than it's that. 30. Oh. It's a bad guess. Oh. Bad guess. Oh. Mac was 32. Hilton's 30. Uh, Ebron was 76. As you know, I always keep ADP up because it's, it's still fantasy week, boys. I almost said boys. So I would still be taking them to be in like the middle of the draft, I think, because I think they're still that value. And if Brissett takes the next leap, he has more weapons as Breach noted this time around. He's with the better coach this time around that I think Hilton can still be viable. Wait a second. Brenton, you just retweeted yourself two hours after you tweeted it the first time? It's called uh, working social media, Ryan. Maybe some, pe- maybe some people didn't see it. <laughs> I saw two it hours. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it twice, and I'm bummed out. If somebody else sees it, you just act like it was an accident. <laughs> I love a, I love a self retweet. I'm gonna unretweet it in an hour, then retweet it again in the morning. Uh yeah. Who here? Who here? Nobody self promotes himself better than Brinson. No. I'll, I'll give Brinson. I don't even know if that's a compliment, but nobody. But it's true. I like to go the by game. the next. The I like to go by the next day rule to bang that retweet button. I feel like you gotta wait until you know the night, and then people wake up. Get a whole up. new audience. Oh, yeah, two, two hours two, is pretty bold. Two hours is it? Just play. It was an accident, man. I mean, I was trying to retweet something else. I actually hit the wrong button. What are you gonna do? Like, Since gonna Andrew do? Luck's retiring, I'm gonna tell my one story 
where I interviewed, I interviewed him in a bathroom in my entire journalism career. It was my first thing I ever did for CBS sports. This is July, 2011. I was covering the PAC 12. I was at the Bay area media day, which is in downtown San Francisco. So it was only involved Cal San Jose state and Stanford. There's only three teams at this media day. Uh, bathroom line was insane. I'm next to Andrew Luck, and I'm just like, there's going to be so many people asking him questions. Why don't I just interview him in the bathroom line? And so I just started talking to him, and I was like, you care if we just I record? And he's like, no, go ahead, man. And he let me take a picture and uh, got me interviewed done in the bathroom line. Sean, uh, Sean, helpfully. You, oh, no, John. John, helpfully. If you, do you not see this photo? He put it in Slack, guys. This is the creepiest photo oh, of all time. It's a blurry, <laughs> it's a blurry bathroom. No, I'm not retweeting this. Well, Look at uh, Sean, what, I mean, John, what phone did you have in 2011? Uh, it was a T-Mobile, like, it, it was, I mean, it had a, a blurry photo phone, that's for sure. Look. Nothing like we have now. I it, was, it's not uh, a good Ryan, photo. Ryan, Ryan, if I could take you back, all right, so, you know, no, nobody can see the future. But if you if you go back in time and show Jim Mercy this photo that, that John took of, of Andrew Luck, and you say you can either draft this guy who's clearly being stalked, or you can keep Peyton Manning, what do you think Jim Mercy would do? All right, here, let me look at the photo I'm pulling up right now. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my God. Well, look. Hey, I, I will say this. He's got short hair. He looks sharp. The, the suit's on. He looks good. I would take issue. I would, my first question Look, would be. It's, it's blurry, but you can see the fear in his eyes. Let's be clear here. Yeah, because this guy, this two feet, six inch man is taking a picture of him with this crazy phone. Well, let me just, there was like seven people in the bathroom line. There was only two toilets. This thing wasn't moving. I knew we had time. Did you take did this the photo I, for a story? Did we run this on the website? Oh, I just need the photo so that people knew the, com- uh, you know, I, I had Twitter then. I tweet some stuff out and. Uh, a bathroom line photo of a future number one pick is something you can't pass up when you have that opportunity. Come on. He has my haircut too. Yeah, he does. So John, you retweeted this or you tweeted this out on October 9, 2014. What prompted you to tweet it out three years later? Was something happening? Uh, yeah, I think his name was in the news for something kind of like tonight, but I'm not going to tweet it out, uh, tonight. Yeah, I thought you tweeted this out tonight, which would be super awkward. No, no, no. <laughs> one Did time you I... not? Oh, I thought that was from tonight. No, it's from 2014. Yeah, he, this picture looks better than I thought. I mean, John had a phone that was not equipped to take dark bathroom pictures, thank God, uh, for other reasons. You but, think I would have that, right, Wilson? I'm surprised right. I didn't get the joke. And John always, he is one to take photographs of the people he interviews. So I, I appreciate the sort of the go back in time. So who leaked this thing? I, this, I can't get over this. We know who it is. I just don't want to say it because there's absolutely zero proof whatsoever. Well, I will say Schefter did send up a follow-up tweet that said Luck has already met with Ursay. So you know that before the preseason game oh, – no, I'm not saying Ursay did it. Then you know Ursay told, like, his inner group, like, hey, guys, Andrew's retiring. And so this was probably before the preseason game. And, you know, there's a small network at that point. There's probably five people that knew, and one of them clearly hates Luck because why else would you leak that? There one, so one is his agent. One is Frank Reich, okay. who was at the game, so unless he was texting his, from the sideline. Andrew Luck's, Andrew Luck's agent is his uncle. Right. He didn't well, leak th- it. <laughs> does his uncle represent anyone else, or is it just a one family? Jim Ursay and Jacoby. Well, my point is, if he represents anyone else, there's no way he's doing this to his client, because then players, if they find out, they're like, well, you're the guy that backstabbed Andrew it's Luck, not so a, that's it's not happening. It's his uncle. <laughs> his uncle didn't leak this. I mean right. – I, like, it, like, there's, Maybe it was Frank Reich, and he told Schefter to tweet it during the game, so no one would suspect him. There's only like Andrew Luck benefits in no way or fashion from this being leaked out. 
It has to be. It's it's like it's like we were talking about with Roddy White at the telethon. Name drop for Ryan. Um, the only team, the only person that benefit, the only entity that benefits from this is the Colts. Like, there's nothing that helps Andrew Luck from this leaking out, being booed, and having to do an emergency impromptu press conference. Which, by the way, he handled incredibly. And then yet, Urs, but like Ursay and and Ballard were ready pretty quick. Don't mind if I do sit on down. Well, Ursay's family is there. So it's like all of a sudden, and I don't know if they attend every preseason game. Uh, Luck's wife was there. I don't know if she attends every preseason game. So it's kind of like uh, a snowball started rolling and more people kind of were finding out as the game, more people who could have potentially leaked it. And so, but you don't do this to anyone at any level. Like if Brenton told us off after the show tonight that he was going to announce his retirement from writing on Monday, Sean, Ryan, no matter how <laughs> Ryan, you feel about Ryan just like, Ryan had been checked out for like 20 minutes. He's like, excuse me. Wait, Brenton's retiring. <laughs> I'd love to leak but, that. Well, we would not tweet that information out tomorrow. You know, like we would, we would let Brenton have his moment and announce his retirement at, right, at his own. Oh, okay. Wilson would not. <laughs> Neither was Sean. Breach would walk, excuse me, Brinson would walk away from his laptop and we would all together tweet it from his account. That he's retired <laughs> with, with a retirement photo. Breach, <laughs> yeah. With the retirement photo. Breach, from the bathroom. Yeah, we took a selfie of Breach locked in the cafeteria at CBS. You think you're going to give anyone a moment of the sun? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean. I just don't understand why you would do this if you're Ursa. It makes no sense. I mean, they, well, they listen. You need to quit saying that. We don't know who did it. We don't know who did it. I'm speculating. I'm not saying it's him, but it's not the. It's not Andrew Lux camp. It means it's somebody from the Colts. Probably not the coach. He was coaching a game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. Probably not the coach who was coaching a game. Unless it was him, and he was like. Coach okay. after you can't embargo till now because now no one will know. But, but there's I also, don't think it's Frank Reich. But there's also no like benefit to the Colts for it to be tonight versus tomorrow. Like what? Well, that's why it's hard to say who it is, even if you have a good idea. Right. Like in, in other words, Ryan, it's almost like you'd have to be, oh, I don't know, a crazy person who says crazy things for no reason to be the person to leak this. I like I, that Ryan is so clearly trying to get out of we're not blaming anyone, and Princeton found a way to turn that into. I didn't blame anyone. Right. So therefore, it's the only person. Yeah, I'm just saying if there's a crazy person who says crazy things about his crazy about his quarterback, maybe that's him. This is coming from the person who thinks Andrew Luck is a bust. He's not. I mean, I'm looking <laughs> forward to the tweets on Sunday, and then I'm looking forward to you deleting that tweet two hours later. I'm not saying podcast, you mean, because it's on the podcast. Oh, you know what surprising moment we forgot when we talked about all those surprising moments? Because, and I just remember this one because it's another Colts one. Josh McDaniels taking the job That's and a quitting good call. like five hours later. Great call. Like, it is just it, the Colts are the most insane bananas franchise. If we could had to rank all the teams, we've named three Colts moments. So that you're are literally top ten of the past ten years. So you're saying that this franchise. Which is crazy and kooky. <laughs> Magically leaked out the news that Andrew Luck was retiring 12 hours early. Who could have done it? Um, so, but, um, by the way, by the way, not to, not, not to, I don't want to go, but I don't want to get in the bus discussion again. And we're already at an hour and 10 minutes and I love talking to you guys. This is like we're at a bar. It's fun, but I want to, I just want to read the top five picks from the 2000 NFL draft to you because boy, oh boy, do they feel different now? Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin III, Trent Richardson, Matt Khalil, Justin Blackman. Oh, no. And then Maurice Claiborne, six. The Cowboys traded up for with the second-round pick. Mark Barron, who was traded on his rookie deal and became a safety. Ryan Tannehill, 
Luke Keekley and Stephon Gilmore at nine and ten are like great picks. Oh my god. Don Terry Poe, fine, but he's on a different team, so his third team. Fletcher Cox, great pick. Michael Floyd, disaster. Michael Brocker is pretty good pick. Bruce Irvin, Quentin Copels, disaster. Trey Kirkpatrick, eh. Melvin Ingram, pretty good pick. <laughs> Shea McKellen, Kendall Wright, nope. Chandler Jones, Brandon Whedon, Riley Reif, David DeCasher, very good pick by the Steelers, of course. Dante Hightower, great pick. I mean, it's just, this hey, is, uh, Brenton, fl- while fl- you've fl- been tweeting slash podcasting, Sean has brought this to my attention. You are getting dunked on by none, uh, none other than Don Van Natta Jr. DSPN fame. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up on the podcast. That's no, it's, yeah, I, I love Don. Okay. He, oh, I'm sorry. Don deleted his tweet. That's so am I being dunked on or am I right on the thing about his uncle? Sean, I'm sorry. Did you just get dunked Wait, on? What did you, what did you tweet? Sean on? got dunked on! Oh right, no! Right I'm looking at the tweet right now. Yeah, so. I, I just clicked on the link you sent. It didn't show up. It shows up perfectly for me. So. What did Don Brent, say? Brinson asked, would Lux agent, his uncle in quotation, or in parentheses, exclamation point, actually leak this? And this was a part of a thread about who leaked this. Maybe it was the ownership or whatever. And Don's response was, good grief. There are a few agents, a uh, few other agents inside the Wasserman group. Come on, man. The come on, man. Is what oh. I was like, oh, get, oh, geez, he's going after him. He gave him a come on, man. <laughs> oh, he deleted it. He deleted it. And then it. he said, I dunked on Brinson. <laughs> Hashtag dunk face. And he deleted that, too. That's why you can't see it. <laughs> um, I'll reload this and see if it goes away. I'll, uh, I'll send you the screenshot so you know we're not oh, making he, it Oh, he did it. delete it. Oh, he must have felt bad. He's, he probably I, realized. Don, now Don, Don and I are DMing. Don and I are DMing. Don and I are DMing. It's fine. Is it? doesn't um, feel like it is. That's why he's not even paying attention to the podcast anymore. Right. He's just All right, it. let's get off so you can go finish the work, hash this out. Remember when a- Ryan Grigson said he couldn't upgrade the team because Andrew Luck's contract? Crazy. Don's point's 100% right. If, but then like, so like if, but if, if it's somebody else in Wasserman, that's on, that's on, uh, I think it's, it's not Will Wade. It's, uh, it's, it's on Andrew Luck's uncle for telling his colleagues. Like keep that to the vest, right? I mean, that's that's on him if he told his colleagues. This is turning into a usual suspects podcast, and Brinson is not going to give up until he has figured this out. Go spotlight on that. I want the truth. <laughs> spotlight. Yeah. Spotlight. yeah. yeah. <laughs> should I tell? Who is Mark Ruffalo in this? Should I, should I tell? Oh, for sure, because he's the most overacting. <laughs> that's too far. I like Mark Ruffalo. That's too far. That's they too knew. Far. And they did nothing. They could have been us. They could have been you. That's the funniest Sean's ever been. Well done, Sean. That's the funniest thing. Why did you wait until we so we left hanging out with you to do the funniest thing you've ever done? By the way, look, we're a bit, we're at a buck. By the way, I, I stole that though. So we're at a buck yeah. fifteen on this podcast. A buck twelve in this podcast. Let's get three more minutes and find out what happened Friday night in South Beach, Sean Breach. Oh yes. Oh, John, you thought I was gonna, you, thought I was gonna, know. you thought I was going to ask you about your love life, Sean? Oh, for sure. So this is a great curveball. All right, Reach. go ahead. Reach. Let me just say that I'm glad Andrew Luck's retirement announcement didn't come out last night because that would have just been a breach hammered on South Beach podcast that I probably would have only t- said three words or I would have incoherently said like 700 and dominated the conversation. You guys would have hung up your Skype on me. That's how crazy it would have gotten. I stayed out to about 3 a.m., uh, you know, did some bar hopping. Uh, you know, I don't, we're on a podcast. We're talking Andrew Luck. I'm not going to get too crazy, but. From 6 p.m. till 3 a.m., uh, I went to about eight bars. Mm, that's what I'll say is that Breach sent us a text the night of he was out. Sean, it was the, the text came as, his time. 
I was already in bed at 9.30. My no, 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 no. It was 12.30 your time. Sean didn't even realize that Breach sits at 3.30 in the morning tax until I told him. Because Sean had been, Sean was awake. Oh, no. What time, what, what were you doing up at 3.30 in the morning, Sean? Your I time. Wasn't, I wasn't. What, what were you doing away? I went to bed at 9.30 my time. Were you texting? No, I went, to, I went to bed at 9.30 my time. I don't believe that. And by the way, I'll say this. three. I had to go. I hung out with my buddy because this actually ties back to the Antonio Brown craziness. This is the guy who set up our our supposed interview with Antonio Brown in, at the Super Bowl, Wilson, before his uh, Browns crew pulled the plug on that. Yeah. So, you know, owed him a favor, bought him a few drinks for that one. That was good. All right. Great That's podcast. A That's a wrap. Fun show. Uh, we did an hour and 14 minutes. Didn't do a break. I'm sure that uh, that'll go over well, but that's fine. We did an hour and 15 minutes on Andrew Luck. That's how insane this in- this thing was. This is what we do all season long on the Pick 6 Podcast. Do emergency pots and big breaking news like this breaks. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to you guys for jumping off whatever great lives you have to join me on a Saturday night. It's been fun. Mm-hmm.